Hello and welcome to Moneyline. This is Matt McCall. Thanks for joining me here this week. It is Friday, January 8th, wrapping up another week. And my goodness, what a week it's been. Let's talk about Bitcoin breaking through 40,000. Let's talk about all three major averages hitting all-time highs. Even the small caps are breaking up to new highs. All while the headlines are telling you the world is going to hell. Amazing. We'll talk about that and what you need to be doing now with your money and your stock questions coming up on Moneyline. Starts here. Moneyline with Matt McCall. Again, this is Matt McCall. Thanks for joining me here today. Another day in paradise, as I like to say. Uh, you can see the Pacific Ocean behind me. You know, it's funny because I've been wearing those earbuds doing these, and the entire time I thought I was speaking into them. In reality, I wasn't speaking to the phone, so I don't have to wear those funny things anymore. But hopefully, you can hear me okay again. Uh, it isn't ideal, but uh, we got to keep doing the shows because the way the market's acting and uh, the opportunities are out there, we can't miss it. And, and we got, we got to be here for you. So we're going to keep doing it. And, uh, you know, worst case scenario, you get to look at the beautiful scenery behind me uh, that I get to look at every morning when I wake up. So a lot to talk about this week. So I'm going to go pretty quick. Uh, markets breaking out to new all-time highs. And you would not think that looking at the news, looking at headlines. Uh, I haven't turned the TV on down here in, in a month. Uh, you know, obviously, I check the news, read the news, read more than, than most people. But I turned on CNBC on my computer the other day when things were happening at the Capitol, and I watched like about five to ten minutes of it. I just couldn't do it because it's not affecting, it's not helping me make any decisions uh, as in life. It's not helping me make any decisions as far as investing is concerned. Uh, and it's that's a work day, so I'm working, so I don't need to. So I turned it off. And thank goodness, because if you just looked at uh, the, the videos, you just looked at the headlines and listened to commentators on left, the right, the center, doesn't matter. I'm not picking sides here. You would be so scared you want to sell stocks. You honestly would think the world's going uh, to hell in a handbasket. But, you know, that day the Dow closed up 400 points. Uh, we've since been moving higher. We have a mixed market here today into the weekend, but we've had a hell of a run to start the year. So, to me, the market still looks great. Um, I'm going to talk about Bitcoin in a second, but people keep asking me, why is the market going higher in this situation? Uh, we also had a very big, uh, you know, which led to a lot of these uh, uh, situations that went on in the Capitol, was created or, or, or spurred on by what happened in Georgia with the election where the two Democrats, uh, I don't want to say upset, I, I think that the odds, though, uh, a week ago were in favor of the Republicans uh, getting at least one, if not two. So let's call it an upset uh, of sorts. Uh, they won the two Senate seats, giving the Democrats the blue wave, if you will. They, have all, they hold all three, uh, the House, the Senate, and uh, the White House, obviously. So it gave them all three, so it gives, the, it gives the Democrats a lot of power to pass things through. I initially thought if that was going to happen that the market would pull back uh, because the market had priced in the opposite. So the market typically prices in what it believes is going to happen, and if the opposite happens, whether it's good or bad, the market typically sells off because they need to readjust to what's going on. The opposite actually happened. Now, the market rallied, and people are saying, well, why is the market rallying on this news? Well, I'll tell you my thoughts as to why it's rallying. One, uh, you're likely going to potentially see a $2,000 stimulus check come out. That's a heck of a lot of money going into people's pockets. That's number one. Number two, there's a good chance we're going to see a multi-trillion dollar infrastructure slash clean energy bill being passed in the near future. That's pumping, again, tons of money into the market. The spending is going to be out of hand, which means the value of the U.S. dollar is likely going to continue to go down. 
the Fed has basically come out and said that they're going to let inflation go for the foreseeable future, above their 2% target. And again, I think inflation has been above 2% for a very long time, uh, but not according to the government numbers. So you have just pumping money into an economy that prior to COVID was great. We had unemployment basically at, at an all-time low. Anybody who wanted jobs back then had them. Um, and I said by wanting, I'm, I'm saying who actually wanted jobs. I'm not saying I want a job from your couch and not going for interviews. I'm saying people actually went out and tried to get jobs. Most people had them at that point. And if you looked at the numbers, that's what they call full, uh, full employment at that time. Uh, we had corporate profits hitting all-time highs before this damn pandemic hit us. So if we get rid of the pandemic and we get back to where we were and we're pumping trillions and trillions of dollars, don't forget we already pumped trillions in the market last year. We have trillions more. We have the Fed with interest rates at all-time lows. We have uh, mortgage rates at all-time lows. So where do you go, folks, with your, with your money? You're not going into a checking account because you're losing money with inflation. You're not getting anything for it. Yeah, sure, you always have to have some cash on hand. I have cash, too. Uh, but as far as my investments, you, cash, is, cash is no longer king, especially on the U.S. dollar. So that leads me to where do you put your money? And one asset class is stocks, is equities, into solid companies, growth companies that will be part of the roaring 2020s and be part of the future. And that is why you're seeing certain stocks and certain sectors continue to do well. We will see a rotation of money from sector to sector throughout the year, uh, maybe even starting next week, because these sectors can't go up every day. Tesla can't go up every day. Uh, it was up 10 straight days heading into today. I even looked at it this morning. I know it was up pre-market, uh, but it is, uh, yeah, it's up another 7% today. Uh, Tesla's at $874 a share. Mind you, looking back, I'm just looking at September of last year, uh, Tesla was in the mid-40s, and now it's at $873. Today it hit $884 and change. So you can't go straight up. I love Tesla as a company. I think it's great. And, and, and I've called for it to be a multi-trillion dollar company in the next uh, five to ten years, potentially a four-trillion dollar company. And I still think that's extremely possible and very, very possible, as a matter of fact. You, but you can't go straight up. So let's have realistic expectations, folks. If stocks pull back for a couple days or a week or two, it's okay. It doesn't mean that the bull runs over. It doesn't mean that stock or that company's run is over. It's just a natural cycle of ups and downs in the stock market. So just keep that in mind because I don't want people freaking out if we do have a pullback and dumping everything and, and saying, well, it's over. It's, it's not over. If anything, use the pullback to get into uh, opportunities that maybe have run too much for you right now. That's what I'm doing uh, for clients at Penn Financial Group that are coming in now, looking for pullbacks in strong stocks, using those pullbacks to buy. That, that's, that's the best strategy. It's, I've been doing it for over 10 years in this bull market, and it's been working, and there's no reason to stop doing it now because if you're buying quality companies on pullbacks, the odds of you making money are very, very good. You're not always going to be right, but the odds are good, folks. I'm telling you, I've been doing this a long time. So speaking of other asset classes that do well in this situation, and especially when the U.S. dollar is coming down, Bitcoin. We had a fun little bet, Louis Nevelier and I, a colleague of mine, he's been in the business a very long time, probably 40 years-ish. I don't want to date him, but probably about 35, 40 years. Uh, runs a huge money management firm as well. So 
we sat down and did a video. I was trying to figure out exactly when it was. I, I believe it was actually middle of the year, so not too long ago. Bitcoin was right around 10,000 at the time. The Dow was at 26, 27,000. And we made a $5,000 bet that whoever, I said, Bitcoin's getting to 40,000 first. And he said, Dow will be at 40,000 first. We called the race to 40K. And the loser, uh, which is Louie now, has to give $5,000 to a charity of my choice. I haven't announced a charity yet. I need to get a hold of Louie. He's ducking my calls right now on my emails. Uh, but he has more than enough money to pay to $5,000 in charity. And, uh, and, and we, we should be giving $5,000 in charity. So, but Bitcoin, what's crazy is it just hit 20000 last month, and now we're at 40000 But I've been saying this, pounding the table. Uh, when Bitcoin was at 7000 saying, buy, buy, buy. I own some myself. I own all coins myself. I looked at my, my, my Coinbase account before I boarded a plane to come down here on December 16th in Nicaragua. And where it's there and where it's at now, it's amazing. It is absolutely amazing. And again, it could easily pull back. I was talking to the CEO of Investor Place, a good friend of mine who's got some Bitcoin as well, doing well himself. And I talked to him before the run to 40K. So the day was like at 35,000. And he said, what should I do? I'm up big. I said, I don't know. I, I, I said, I said, I still think we hit 100,000 Bitcoin in the next 12 to 18 months, but we could hit 30, 25 before we get there. Now that we're at 41,500, we could hit 30 before we hit 100. I have no clue. And if you think about that pullback, it could easily pull back 25%. A 25% pullback is about nine grand, or give or take. Uh, so it puts us in the low 30s, and and that's not that's not abnormal for an asset like this. So again. If you're not in Bitcoin yet and you're still sitting on sidelines uh, buying the pullbacks, I don't know. I still think it goes much higher. Uh, that being said, it's not going straight up, folks. So uh, just and people keep asking, well, what price should I buy at? I don't know. I, 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 I can't tell you because, I mean, when it comes to this, it moves so fast that it could pull back to low 30s overnight. One night we wake up, it's back in the, back to 40. But a reason that Bitcoin is doing so well and that altcoins are doing so well is, again, going back to the fact the printing of U.S. dollars. The more you print, the less it's worth. So that store of value is going away. And the, the chart of the U.S. dollar, if you look at it over the last 100 years, it's just it's a straight down. It's just this, this angle of coming down. And that is where Bitcoin becomes very attractive as just purely a store of value. And then you have all the altcoins, the smaller coins, that are really the future of software, the blockchain. The future of every industry is built on the blockchain or will be built on the blockchain. There's so many use cases for this, it's unbelievable. So I will say this. Uh, I, I think the altcoins, Bitcoin, Ethereum is having a major breakout. I think it will hit a new all-time high very soon. Just buy on pullbacks. And I can't give you a price because I don't know. Uh, I'll probably buy more in a pullback. I just don't know when that's going to be. Uh, but I, I do think uh, we, we have much higher prices, put it that way. All right, so we covered stocks. We covered Bitcoin. Now, let's go back to kind of what's going on here with, uh, with what happened with the blue wave. Uh, we need to, you know, it's going to affect certain sectors. Two of the biggest sectors that rallied uh, this week were clean energy, in particular solar. The solar ETF, which the symbol is TAN, T-A-N, uh, had a big rally. It rallied from the high 90s to 120. It's actually down today to about 119 a share. But this, this is one that, that the ETF was around $21 in March. So it's up about 6x or so, not quite 6x since that time. 
I love solar energy. We have a solar energy clean, solar slash clean energy portfolio we launched uh, about four or five months ago, and it's crushing the market uh, for our investment opportunities newsletter. And again, don't forget to like, subscribe down below on, on uh, YouTube here, comment if you have any comments. Um, nice comments, please. It's been a good week, so let's keep it nice. Uh, it's been a little crazy back home, so let's keep it positive. And uh, so when it comes to solar, it, it, there's still great opportunities. Again, look for pullbacks to buy into it. Uh, the other asset class or sector that's done very well uh, is cannabis and marijuana because there is a, a good chance now that you will see the uh, at least the decriminalization, uh, the ability for that for marijuana companies in the United States to start banking like real companies, and a great chance of uh, just federally uh, legalizing it. And I, there was a quote out this morning from Canopy, which is uh, still the world's largest. Um, uh, cannabis company, symbol CGC out of Canada, uh, the CEO came out and he said, uh, I'm just quoting what he said, uh, what we really need is some combination of safe banking, which will allow them to bank, uh, a revised coal memorandum, and a reclassification by the executive branch, all of which probably happens in the next six to eight months anyway. That, that was his quote. He went on to say, we're pretty confident we'll be operating in the U.S. in a year from now, so we feel pretty good about that. I mean, obviously, he's talking of his own book because uh, they have uh, they own rights to acreage, which is a company here in the U.S. That if it does become legalized, they they buy the company and, and they'll basically move right in. Uh, they have some CDB, CBD operations already in New York, so they're ready to go. I mean, they will move in quickly. Uh, they, keep in mind that Constellation Brands, uh, the company, a big uh, alcohol company, owns a large portion of Canopy as well, so they can move right into the drink segmentation when it comes to not only CBD but to um, uh, to THC as well, which is uh, the part of the plant that makes you feel good or high or funny, whatever you want to call it. So they're ready to go. And again, talking his own book, talking his own company, but at the same time, you're seeing the stocks do real well. Uh, to me, the best opportunities still lie in U.S.-based marijuana companies. And uh, unfortunately, there's no ETF that really goes after it. You have to pick individual names. We have a couple in the newsletter we've recommended. Uh, but for me, yeah, that's, that's where I'm going to continue to keep going uh, in the U.S.-based versus Canadian at this point. Okay. Uh, quick news that came out this afternoon, or just right before I, I jumped on doing this, is uh, the potential ban of uh, Chinese companies here by the Treasury. Uh, they announced that Alibaba and Tencent, two stocks we actually have in our, in our newsletter, uh, will not be on that list. So Alibaba's up 4.4% on that news. Uh, Tencent Holding, which is uh, one of our favorites and one of the largest uh, companies in China, uh, is up almost 7% in the news, not far from closing at an all-time high, but a couple bucks away from that. So that's, that's a huge, huge move for the company, doing very well. Let's talk about SPACs. We had a big merger announced yesterday. Uh, we had a merger, one of Shamath. Uh, Shamath, or, uh, he is uh, the, the big guy in the um, uh, SPAC space. I can't pronounce his last name. I'll butcher it. It's an Indian name. It starts with a P, uh, but I, I don't want to do disrespect from butchering it. But So Shamath was involved in a deal, um, and the symbol of the IPO that he did, uh, the, or the, um, sorry, the SPAC he did, uh, the deal with is IPOE. 
E is in Edward, and uh, that's Social uh, Capital Hidosofia Holdings uh, Corp. 5, and uh, the stock shot up. They're doing a deal with SoFi. SoFi is the lending company, and they have also filed for a bank charter, kind of the new age of lending and banking, uh, valuing the company about $8.65 billion. So the uh, SPAC was trading just around 12 bucks before that. It ran up to $22 yesterday, hit 22 again this morning. We're at 19 right now, so we're down a few cents today. But you're still up, you know, from the SPAC price of 10, you're still up 90%. And the SPAC uh, started trading in the first week of December. Look how quickly that went up. So big, big deal. Shamas got a couple other out there right now he, that have not announced deals yet. Uh, he has IPOD, uh, uh, which is the, four, which has an, oh, actually, I, I did announce a deal. Sorry, sorry. I did announce a deal. Uh, but he has IPOF. Uh, which uh, I will, for full disclosure, uh, we we bought some for our pension financial climate clients in our special pack, SPAC portfolio that we're building for clients. I don't think anybody else in the streets doing it right now, but we're building a, building a special one for them. And uh, we bought that the day before they announced the deal for the IPOE. So this is up anticipation. Then this actually is a bigger uh, SPAC. They raise more money. Uh, I think this one could have a huge announcement at some point. And the way things are going, this came out the same time as IPOE. I thought this would actually have a deal beforehand. But the fact that they're doing an $8.6 billion deal uh, for SoFi, and this is bigger, this just shows the size of the company that this can go after. Uh, I'm not recommending, again, nothing on here is recommendations or buy, sell, uh, do your own research. I'm just sharing research with you. Uh, but for me, uh, obviously, I always disclose if we own it, just so you know, uh, I'm not you know, pushing my own stuff here. All right, so uh, I continue to love SPACs, and, and people can say all they want about them. Uh, and people, I think the people get jealous and, and because they didn't catch the SPAC run. But the SPACs, it's not a fad, it's a trend. Uh, and also, Wall Street hates it because it's ruining their IPO game, uh, because companies like SoFi would have been a huge moneymaker for the investment firms, the book runners. But no, they don't need them anymore. They, this company like this, this is a big company, folks. This isn't some little reverse merger company. This is an $8.6 billion valuation. They're expected to do a billion dollars in, in, uh, in, in revenue uh, next year. This is a real company, folks. So again, this, the, the SPACs aren't what they used to be. Um, all right. So. Uh, just to give you an idea too. We uh, we came out with our new uh, newsletter yesterday. Uh, investment opportunities. Everybody knows that goes out uh, once a month. The newsletter, and uh, we give you updates along the way. We have a 5G highway portfolio that's crushing it. We have a battery portfolio that's absolutely demolishing it. One of our stocks is up over 15x in that in, in just over two years. Uh, we have clean energy. We have future transportation. We have healthcare 2.0. We have so many portfolios. Access to all that uh, for only $49 a year, folks. It's, a, it's an amazing deal. So if you want to check that out, the newest buy recommendations went out uh, last night, on Thursday night, depending on where you're watching this. And uh, we put out two of them, and they're both, get this, uh, blockchain Bitcoin related. Uh, I, I, I mean, really, one's a big, big company you've probably heard of. Sorry, I got a mosquito just hit my head. Uh, another one is a, is a small company you've probably never heard of. And I'm not going to give too much away, but it's got something fun tied to it. Uh, but man, oh man, this is a very interesting company in the blockchain slash cryptocurrency space, and it is a first of its kind. It's, it's a company you probably never heard of, but man, you can't miss out on it. And uh, it's, <laughs> it's doing pretty damn well. So if you want to check it out, go to InvestorPlace.com slash MoneyWire, InvestorPlace.com slash MoneyWire, and you can sign up there. Now, 
can't tell you my coffee tastes like soap today. I think the cleaning lady forgot to wash out the coffee cups, uh, coffee mugs this morning. All right, so taking your questions now. Uh, a little segment I like to call Ask Matt. And I'm working on some new cool segments, so if you have ideas, please post down below of, of, of segments you want me to do. And again, once we once I get back to the States in about a month, we're going to start doing regular shows every day, uh, you know, once this damn pandemic is over. And I can't wait. So I'm starting to try to come up with new ideas. So give us some ideas of, of what you'd like, uh, different segments for me to cover. Um, and, and I'd love to uh, get input from you because that's why we're doing this. I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing it for you guys. So I took five stocks uh, randomly uh, that people asked on Twitter, and let's go through them. And one is a stock that I get asked about a lot because it's a stock that I uh, highlighted uh, a couple months ago when it was down, I, I believe, in single digits, if not around 10 bucks. This is a company called CleanSpark, and I, I talked about this company just being you know, right in my wheelhouse, uh, dealing with uh, blockchain, dealing with um, power grids, and uh, the company is now at 40 bucks a share, so up about 10, or sorry, 4x since that time. I, I, I wouldn't chase it here. I mean, it's one of those ones where it's like, if you had it, man, congratulations, patting the back. <laughs> Excuse me, if you got it, uh, if you bought it because you're listening to my research. Um, man, awesome. I'm so happy for you. Uh, I'm happy for you either way. But, uh, yeah, this is one that it, it checks all the boxes. And I wish I would have bought it for clients or for myself or put it in a newsletter. I didn't and started moving, and then it just ran. So you can't catch everything, and sometimes you miss them, even though it's up in my research. And we talked about it before anybody else, folks. We talked about it here. So, again, congrats to everybody who did it. Uh, I'd probably take some off the table here. It's had a hell of a run. Uh, at least take off the money put in if you want to play with house money. But I wouldn't chase it here personally. The next stock, uh, the second one, uh, is a solid-state battery company. And that's obviously a sector uh, you all know I, I like quite a bit. And um, uh, this is a company that I've talked about in the past, just like uh, CLSK. QuantumScape is QS is the symbol. You know, a $10 stock, uh, when it was a SPAC, it ran all the way up to 130 pulled back to 50 up to 70 this week, back down to 58 right now. I mean, when you look at the way that this stock is trading, I think it could honestly be between 30 and 90, 100 or so, probably 90, 30, 90 uh, for several months, just keep up and down. So for me, I, I, I don't think it's a great buy here. I love the I love the company. I love the concept. But if it pulls back to 30s, probably where I would take a look at it just long term, because I think the volatility will continue. Uh, we were down in the high 40s just a couple days ago, as I mentioned, 58 now. Maybe we don't get down into the 30s, but if we do, probably a really nice buy down there. I'd reevaluate at that point. Uh, this is just a, a stock, though, that expect craziness. It is a uh, day trader special right now. People love trading it. So I wouldn't get too too wrapped up in it. If you own it and you say long term, eh, close your eyes and let it go. I see no problem with that. Uh, at the same time, you need to be able to buckle in and realize you're going to have a wild ride with this company uh, going forward. So that's stock number two for Asmet. Number three is Serence, C-R-N-C. Uh, this is a stock that uh, is in one of our uh, portfolios and investment opportunities. This is a, um, or sorry, uh, early stage investor. Uh, this is a company that's done real well for us. Hit a new all-time high today. It's, it's, it's since turned around, uh, but hit a new all-time high this morning. Uh, CRNC. It is a software company, but it's it's truly a play on the future of transportation. Uh, it, it is a company that uh, really has uh, voice triggered. Uh, so you know, using your voice to uh, automate your car and every. 
everything in the future, you're not going to be touching screens. It's all going to be a voice automated. Uh, your, your, your vehicle is going to be a huge computer on four wheels. And this is a software system that's going to be in a lot of them, that's going to be driving the future of transportation. Uh, predicted to have 56% annual earnings per share growth. Uh, so even though the stocks run, I still see huge upside potential. Uh, but again, you buy on pullbacks. So you don't chase anything uh, in this type of market. Uh, sorry for the wind, but I got to tell you, it feels freaking amazing. So sorry, not sorry. Uh, the fourth stock is that I'm getting a ton of questions on, uh, and this isn't a sector that I love. I just don't like this stock. And even though it's gone bananas this week, uh, and this is 3D Systems, symbol DDD. This was a high flyer back in the day when 3D uh, stocks were super hot. Stock uh, split adjusted was up in the high 90s, came all the way down, and when I mean all the way down, it came all the way down uh, to a low, uh, down below five bucks, so basically it lost about 90 some percent of its value. Then rallied up. This week, it sold off a part of its software business that were basically non-essential to its future growth, and brought in uh, $600 and some million dollars for it. So the the street loved that stock. Rallied from uh, $10 last week up to over 30 this morning. It's at 27.61 right now. So a huge rally, like a 3x rally in a couple of days. I don't like it here. Uh, I do not like this company at all. If you because we're looking at future growth, right? If I look at the future growth here. It's projected growth the next four years is essentially flat. There's so many great 3D printing companies in, in, this, in the additive space, in the software space. We own a couple in portfolios. We own a couple for clients at Penn Financial Group. This is not one I like. I love the sector, but this isn't a company I like. If you got lucky enough, I would sell into it, absolutely. I, I just do not like it. And maybe I'm wrong, but I don't like it. Uh, last one in the Ask Matt section here, uh, stock number five that you all asked about, is another one that uh, I've talked about a lot and you've asked about a lot, so that's why I'm talking about it. Uh, Villadine LIDAR, again, it was a SPAC, a VLDR. Ran from the $10 SPAC level up to 32. Back down to 12, back to 30. Back down to 22, we're at 26 and change today, uh, up about 50 cents. Um, this would be the second best close that we've had on there, third best close we've had on the stock since its rally in uh, September of last year. So I still love this big volume coming in. And, and the reason that I like this over, let's say, a, a Triple D or even a QuantumScape is they're still, they got some good numbers looking forward. Projected for earnings per share growth. Bottom line growth, folks, annual growth in the next couple of years of 74%. Top line growth of 45.6%. Huge growth potential. Not that there's not growth potential with QS, with QuantumScape, but it's just a little unclear right now. Uh, with Velodyne LiDAR, uh, obviously, if you don't know what LiDAR is, uh, that's going to be the sensors that you see on top of the autonomous vehicles, the big things you see on the Waymo cars, uh, on the Aptiv cars, uh, that has a deal with Lyft. And it's basically mapping everything around it. it it's, uh, it's similar to LiDAR, but uh, light emitting. So. It's a company I like. Uh, do I buy it right here? I don't know. I'd probably look for a pullback in the low 20s because I'd expect a lot of volatility, but it is one that looks pretty damn good, and it's got the numbers to back it up. All right, folks, that's your Ask Max section. And uh, again, it's Friday, January 8th. Uh, just to wrap up here, um, and I wrote about this investment opportunities. And again, if you, if you don't have it yet, again, for $49, it's the best deal on, on the street. Uh, best deal in the, in the entire industry. We now have over 115,000 people that follow us with there. It's it's fun. We got a hell of a community. We got a lot of fun. Um, the new, two newest buy recommendations went out on Thursday night after the bell, so they're new, and you get access to all portfolios immediately. Immediately go to investorplace.com/moneywire. You can sign up there. 
uh, as low as $49 a year. I mean, you can't go wrong. Uh, and, and I'm pretty sure there's a money-back guarantee of some sort in there, too. If you think I'm a schmuck, you can get it back. You can even look at the portfolio. So check that out. But what I wrote in, in uh, this week's or uh, this month's issue, uh, which went out this week, is you know, you have to ignore these headlines. Uh, we, I, I'm trying to ignore it because you, you watch the stuff that goes on in this country. And again, I don't care what side you're on. You don't want to see violence anywhere. Uh, it just hurts uh, your soul. So it makes you not want to be in the market. It makes you not, you know, think about money as much and think about life, which I get. Uh, but my job here and, and why you watch me is not to preach to you. I'm not a preacher. Uh, I'm here to try to help you reach goals, but the goals are in the financial world. And as I always say, have a hell of a lot of fun along the way. You know, we're supposed to have fun in life and doing this. So please ignore the headlines and, and just remember, I was in the news for 10 years. We, we were not getting paid to really give you the news. We were getting paid to have ratings, uh, be bombastic. Um, so people get at me for bashing Jim Cramer all the time. I bash him because he's, uh, he's a wolf in sheep's clothing. He, he, he says he's there for you, but he doesn't get paid to make you money. He doesn't get paid to give you stock ideas. He says he's not even in the market, but then he has, market, he has money in, in his trust. It, it doesn't you know, make your mind up. You know, according to reports, he makes $8 million a year to be an entertainer, folks. I'm not bashing him as a person, but I don't think what he's doing is, is good for the economy or good for investors. What he did initially on was fantastic, and I applaud him for that. It got people invest, interested in the stock market that were not interested. I will pat him on the back. I don't think he drinks anymore. I'd buy him a Coca-Cola or whatever. I don't think he's a bad person. I just think he's, he's gone away. He's gone awry. He's off the path. And what he does doesn't help people anymore as investors. He's an entertainer. Sure, I like to entertain here, but you're not going to watch me or buy my newsletters or reach out to my money management service if I'm not good at what I do. It doesn't matter to him. CNBC pays him for ratings, not for his stock ideas. You have to remember that. Again, I hate to bash him, but I want to expose what goes on because if we don't, it's going to continue to hurt people out there. And we're here to help. So please keep that in mind. Um, so anyway, folks, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. As you can see, I'm in paradise here. You know, look behind me, what, what we have, it, it just, it's, the, it's the world. So um, I'm going to continue to enjoy it and continue to work hard down here for you while I'm here. Uh, but thank you so much for supporting us. Uh, thank you so much uh, uh, for being here all through 2020, through this crazy week that we had. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Go out there, hug somebody, tell them you love them, smile, be safe. Uh, and enjoy the weekend. Uh, thank you so much. And again, I'm Matt McCall, and that's been your Money Line. With Matt McCall. Matt McCall. To find more information, head over to McCallMoneyWire.com. That's McCallMoneyWire.com.